you are about to experience how the power of investing will transform your life. Welcome to the Mike Germanario Podcast. And now, your host, Mike Germanario. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today, we're talking about mutual funds, ETFs, and index funds. By the end, you'll have a clear understanding of these investments and which one is best for you. Let's start with mutual funds. These are designed to be long-term investments, and they aren't able to be frequently traded like a stock. Mutual funds are actively managed, meaning a fund manager is proactively selecting investments they think will outperform an index benchmark. In other words, if the S&P stock market index returns 10%, the mutual fund manager will attempt to return more than 10%. This is called beating the market. Sounds good, right? Not so fast. 96% of actively managed mutual funds fail to beat the market over time. In other words, you only have a 4% success rate that a mutual fund will actually outperform the index benchmark. To make matters worse, the fund manager needs to get paid, and that comes directly from your money. This hurts your returns in a big way. Let's take a look at Midas Magic, symbol M-I-S-E-X, for example. The first thing you'll notice on the chart is that they failed to beat the S&P 500 index over a 10-year period, even though that's exactly what they are paid to do. The second thing you'll notice is that there is an active manager getting paid with your money. See the expense ratio of 3.38%? That directly lowers your return on investment. So if Midas Magic made a 7% return, you'll only see 3.62%. Not cool. There's also a redemption fee and a transaction fee. Let's go back to that example of a 7% return. If you invested $10,000 and didn't touch it for 50 years, that would grow to $295,000. But after all the fees they charged, you would only see $59,000. It means that Midas Magic got paid $236,000 directly from your money. That's insane. You, you spent 100% of your money, you took 100% of the risk, yet you only got one-fifth of the reward. So while mutual funds are convenient and designed for a long-term buy-and-hold approach, the drawbacks are too big to ignore. Next, an ETF, or exchange-traded fund, is a basket of securities you buy or sell through a brokerage firm on a stock exchange. In other words, an ETF is bought and sold like a company stock during the day when the stock exchanges are open. Just like a stock, an ETF has a ticker symbol and you can follow the intraday price data in real time. Unlike a single company stock though, ETFs invest in a group of related or themed securities. Most ETFs are passively managed, which means that they don't need an expensive fund manager to charge you high fees. Instead, they simply track an index benchmark. However, some ETFs are actively managed. Let's take a look at IVV, the iShares S&P 500 ETF. This ETF is passively managed, tracks the S&P 500 stock market index, and has a net expense ratio of 0.03%. If you look at the top 10 holdings, you'll see the largest American businesses represented, no different than the S&P 500 index. On the chart, when we compare IVV to the S&P 500 in blue, you'll see they are exactly the same. So investing in IVV is an easy way to own the entire stock market. Can you imagine if you wanted to own the entire stock market by buying each individual stock? That would be ridiculously time-consuming, frustrating, and potentially expensive if you had to pay commissions for each trade. That's what's so cool about ETFs. It's one and done. Let's jump back to the fees. IVV only costs 0.03% to own, so in a 7% market, that means your real return is 6.97%. That's pretty awesome. 
Going back to our earlier example, if you invested $10,000 and didn't touch it for 50 years, that would grow to $295,000. If you use that same example with this ETF, your real return would be $290,000 with only $5,000 spent in fees. Contrast that with Midas Magic, $236,000 in fees, and you can see that ETFs such as IVV are far superior to actively managed mutual funds. But before we crown ETFs as the best option, there is one drawback. Since investors are able to trade ETFs during market hours, there's a higher chance that you will trade more frequently based on the market conditions. This isn't your fault, it's purely human nature. But investor psychology tells us that during times of market panic, we tend to sell even though these are actually the best times to buy. And vice versa. Since emotions drive our decisions, ETFs make it too easy for us to think short term. The index fund is a low or no cost option designed to track a broad market index. Index funds are passively managed, and that's how they are very low cost, sometimes even free. They do not trade like a stock during market hours, which helps investors stay on a long-term path to wealth building. Index funds are also the most effective way to diversify, since one easy investment gives you exposure to an entire market. There are many types of index funds available, allowing you to invest in all the major asset classes like stocks, bonds, international, and real estate. Let's look at FZROX, Fidelity Zero Total Market Index Fund. The first thing to point out is the expense ratio of 0.00%. It's not a typo. This index fund is 100% free. That means you keep all your wealth without losing a single penny to fees. Next, if you look at the chart, you'll notice that this index fund in purple is perfectly in sync with the benchmark index in blue. That is excellent, as you aren't trying to outperform the market here. Remember, with index funds, the goal is to be the market, not beat the market. Circle back to the earlier example with Midas Magic. Even though they were actively trying to beat the market, they lagged behind. So the passively managed index fund actually makes you more money. And notice in the top 10 holdings section that there are 2,631 holdings as of the end of the year 2021, which means that you own a representative slice of 2,631 companies in one easy index fund. Again, imagine if you painstakingly tried to create this yourself by buying stock one by one in all those companies. You can see the benefit of the index fund. It's one and done. Let's analyze the same scenario again of the 7% return over 50 years with $10,000 invested. With index fund FCROX, you would have made 295,000 and kept every single dollar because nothing would be lost to fees. Furthermore, since this index fund cannot be traded during market hours, it lends itself to a more long-term approach, which is a good thing because investors can let emotions drive poor decisions. So to recap, the index fund is the lowest cost, easiest, and most effective option. Index funds will allow you to build the most wealth and save the most time. ETFs come in second place as they play a role in your portfolio because you can specialize in areas that index funds don't offer, such as commodities, for example. And in last place is the mutual fund. With high fees and poor performance, I don't see any reason to invest in actively managed mutual funds. Instead, stick with index funds for broad market exposure in all the major asset classes stocks, bonds, international, and real estate. And then fill in with ETFs to round out your portfolio if you want a more narrow focus like gold or commodities. Smash that subscribe button and leave a comment if there's anything you want to know about money, mindset, or investing. Click the link in the show notes to get your free guide, Five Simple Investing Rules. I'm Mike Germanario. Never leave money on the table of life, and I'll see you next time.